Here at the Downer Law Firm, we have over 40 years of experience handling personal injury claims such as car accidents, truck accidents, workers' compensation, even wrongful death. So if you're injured, give us a call. We've got you covered. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey there, everyone. Welcome inside the 704 High School Highlight Podcast. My name is Jeff Taylor. I'm the sports director at Bay Hackle Sports. Thanks for joining us today for our episode and some exciting news. We have a sponsor, so we want to welcome aboard the Downer Law Firm, and uh, they are Charlotte's hometown legal team. If you're injured, make sure you call the Downer Law Firm. We thank them for jumping on board the 704 High School Highlight Podcast and supporting high school sports here in the Charlotte area. So today, we are joined by Eric Heal. He is a junior at Mooresville High School. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hi, how are you doing? Good, man. Got out of school. No, you're off. Yeah. <laughs> off today. Spring cool. Break. Spring break. Spring break. Yeah, but fall break. There fall we go. Break. Fall break. So, talk to me a little bit about your journey growing up. Was it always football? Were there other sports you were involved in? And just talk to me a little bit about uh, maybe growing up a little bit. Uh, yeah. I mean, my dad. He's always been like, he had a he had a gym whenever I was younger. He's a personal trainer, so I always just wanted to go to work with him, and I would just like do push ups, do agility stuff like that, and then when I was like. 10 or 9 or 10 I started playing football and I just I fell in love with the sport it was very it was a lot of fun when I was young when I was younger did you do any other sports other than that or was it just strictly football uh when I was younger it was uh just football but then I started wrestling when I was younger to you know help with football right tackling stuff because played both ways when I was younger and then I, I started running track as well to you know get my uh, speed up and agility all that stuff how cool was it wrestling in terms of that? And do you really think that that really, I mean, we get track and understanding how that could help football. Yeah. But talk to me a little bit about wrestling. How did that maybe help you toward your, you know, toward football? Uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, I just kind of, I was young, so I just, I just kind of like being there. Um, you got to, you know, wrestle kids, just kind of get thrown around and stuff. But, yeah, it was pretty fun. So middle school ball? Did you uh, play middle school ball? Yes, sir. Where was that at? Uh, Mooresville Middle School. Mooresville Middle School. Oh, cool. Uh, and then off to high school. So uh, talk to me a little bit about high school now in terms of you played, you know, we call it Pop Warner or whatever, and then, you know, you talk about middle school. Talk to me a little about high school. Uh, how intense is it nowadays? Because I know that I've had three boys play football. And back when I played, and maybe your dad or whatever, I don't know that it was intense or it was 24-7 and there were meetings and there were Zoom calls. And there's a lot more about it in terms of we were able to play a lot of other sports and stuff. How intense is it nowadays to play high school football? Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty intense. Um, you gotta like stay on top of really everything, cause like you can go on loss of privilege if you're acting up in school, and then you know you're out and you can't play. Uh, so you have to be on top of your grades. Gotta be like aware of how you're presenting yourself to everybody, and you know you gotta show up on time, cause you know the coaches like they want you to be there, right? And they're not gonna just like give you a job just because you're talented you know coach always says that you have to earn your job in practice right. so 
So let's talk a little bit about um, you play running back. Yes, sir. Um, and you know, we've kind of gotten to the point where maybe the running back position maybe isn't as spotlighted in the spotlight as it was, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, we get to the point now where you know you've got these high-powered offenses. Whether it's even, I mean, I've seen it pop one in middle school, high school. Where quarterbacks are throwing, you know, forty times. You know, you see colleges. You know, you look at Spencer Rattler in South Carolina, or, you know, uh, Joe Milton in Tennessee. Whatever. You, you get all these guys who are throwing, it. and then of course in the pros you get the Mahomes and everybody who's slinging it 40, 50 times. Um, but with that being said, we know and we talked a little bit before we got recording here. We talked about Christian McCaffrey or somebody like Derrick Henry. It's not dead yet. It's not. So just talk to me a little bit about maybe why you love playing the running back position, knowing that maybe. It's not the position that it used to be, and and is it coming back? Just tell me a little bit about that position. Okay, so I think at our high school, like we always start with running the ball, right? And if our run game isn't good, then our pass game isn't going to be good because we have to open it up with our run game, right? So I mean, I don't. Are think you listening to that, Panthers? Like you got to get the run game going. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. Yeah, I don't think it's dead. I mean. I mean, I love playing running back because, I mean, I just like getting the ball in my hands. Right. I like to have the ball as quick as possible. And, I mean, I've been playing since I was young, and so I've played my whole life. So I just kind of get it. And then when I was a freshman, I mean, I actually tried being a receiver. And I just I didn't really get the ball that much. And I'm more a person who needs the ball in my hands, you know, to make plays instead of, you know, running routes and catching it. Right. In terms of this year, um, and I'm going to go back to the, the, the Providence game. Um, and, and I talked about it on the Blitz and at one play of the week. Um, I still to me, it reminded me of if, if and you, Marshawn Lynch, yeah. um, the run against New Orleans, uh, Beast Quake or whatever, that's what it reminded me of to a point. Or I go back to Derrick Henry in the 99 yard run against the Jags where it was just, but I knew you were done. I'm like, he's tackling, he stopped, they're going to blow the whistle, and yet, boom, you broke through. What's the mentality on a run like that? I mean, you've got eight guys on you or seven guys or how many guys were on you. What's your mentality on a run like that? Uh, I don't really know. I mean, I just I didn't expect to do that when I got the ball. It, it was it was kind of a broken play. I started off going to the left, made contact with the dude, and then started backpedaling. I shed the tackle, and right when I shed the tackle, another guy hit me, and I just lowered my shoulder, and then kept on running, threw him to the ground, and then just kept on moving my legs. And my line, they, they came up too. They started pushing me a little bit, <laughs> and then all I see, I see a little bit of a, I see a little light, and right. I just. Next thing I know, the dude misses the tackle and I'm running to the end zone. Right. Well, I, I know we're still got a few more weeks. If if we do a play of the year, that's still my uh, <laughs> that's still my nomination for play of the year. Um, and I've watched a couple more highlights that we've had on the Blitz, which you can catch every Friday night, 11 o'clock on BayHackleSports.com. Little plug there for the Blitz. Um, but in the other highlights we've shown of Mooresville, where you've had the ball and stuff like that, and I don't know if it's something your dad taught you, coaches taught you, but for me, I know when I coached football, talking to my running backs, it was always keep your feet moving. Yeah. Keep your legs moving. Is that kind of your main focus when you get the ball? Uh, yeah, it definitely is. My dad always tells me, you know, you're not a guy to cut. I'm, it's like dance around and all that. So get through the hole, one cut, get upfield, make a man miss, and try to get to the end zone. Cool. So in terms of running back in the NFL, CMC your favorite? Or uh, are there a couple? Because you, he's, I, he's definitely my favorite. I okay. watch him the most. Got it. I try to, you know, I, I watch all his highlights from college. NFL and try to you know mimic what he does right because he's so well versed in everything yeah, he's in terms of yeah and the versatile which adds another dimension to all of it because to me a lot of times I don't even sometimes I don't even look at him as a running back per se 
I just look at him as that all-purpose player. He's an athlete. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, but I watch you, though, and I get more of a Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry type vibe. Yeah. Do you get that at all? I feel like – Like the number two, by the way, 22. Like, yeah. like the number there. <laughs> do you get that vibe of, of more of that, or do you lean more toward the, uh, the, the versatile? Yeah, I can see the vibe of more Derrick Henry because, I, I mean, I feel like I don't go on as much like – because we don't, like, throw the ball to our running backs as much. Right, as right. We kind of just kind of – a lot of plays just get upfield and kind of tough it out. Line it up and run it down your throat. Yeah, run it, run it down the throat. <laughs> right. Quick, quickest way to the end zone is right up the middle. So, Got it, cool. In terms of um, – let's switch gears a little bit. In terms of being um, successful and, and getting to the point of, of um, being the athlete you are and stuff like that, can you tell me a little bit about family and what they've meant to you as you've, as you've grown up and gotten you to the point that you're at right now? Uh, yeah, it's been really good. My dad's always been my biggest supporter. He's always been there with, there with like for me with everything. He's always been really on top of me about my grades and doing good in school. You know, it's the first thing that comes first, being a student athlete. Uh, yeah, my, they've always been really supportive of me, and they've always been behind me. Got it. In terms of your season so far, and let's talk about Mooresville as a team. To me, kind of, I know y'all have been good, but I'm kind of, this is kind of a surprise for me in terms of just how good you guys have been and how solid y'all have been on, on, in every aspect, from special teams to offense to defense. How good is this team this year, and, and why is it so good? I mean, I think we're really good this year. I feel like people kind of underestimate us going into this season. Like, our entire defense is kind of coming back. Like, they were all – we only lost two, two seniors who graduated. Right. But mostly, like, all of our key players on defense, they're still here. And they're all really young. We're all probably going to have most of them next year, too. Is the mentality ever from coaches or anything the fact of, like, when you watch, you know, TV or you, you, you read the newspaper and stuff like that, there's the Butler, the Independence, the Huff, the Mallard Creek. Do you guys ever feel like you get lost in the shuffle? And has your coach ever used that as motivation that, you know, we're the school? Does that make sense? Uh... Like, maybe the school that doesn't get as much recognition as it should. Does he ever use that as motivation, or do you guys ever talk about that or think about that? Uh, I mean, I think he sometimes. I don't really think he tries to not make us think about that too much right. and kind of just focus on us every week. It's one no mentality and just try to win every game when we get to the game. Um, talk a little bit about the school itself, the support of the students, the administration. Um, and and I've, I've been to a game there. Um, it's a pretty wild crowd and a yeah. pretty wild scene. Just talk about the support of the school first um, and, and even the town itself, maybe. Uh, yeah, they're very supportive. Uh, go to the game, get a great atmosphere. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to, well, I feel like I'm kind of tunnel vision when I'm out there. Right. Like, I, I get the ball and I It gets hear, silent. It gets super silent. <laughs> yeah, it gets like, quiet. <laughs> I can hear all, everybody cheering in, like, the back of my head. Right. But... I, I I don't hear every all any of it until I score. But yeah, I think the student section is is pretty is pretty cool. Going from JV to varsity, you get kind of it's a kind of a different feel. You get right. A lot of people. It's a way more people than right. JV. It's so much more allowed. Right. Um, what about the town itself? Because it seems like sometimes they shut down the town on Friday nights. Yeah. For a football game. Yeah. It. I mean, yeah. They they have a lot of support too. Uh, a lot of people talk about us. And they're very supportive, like on Facebook and Twitter, all that kind of stuff. A lot of people are supporting us. Um, this Friday night, you have uh, West Cabarrus. West Cabarrus. Can you talk to me a little bit about them? What they bring to the table? What type of challenges they pose? Um, and and how do you at the point you guys are at now? Let's talk about them first. Just let me know about them. West Cabarrus. Yeah. Uh, so I know that we've been talking about them. They have these two uh, 
defensive ends, they're pretty big. So that's kind of one of our biggest like key factors going to the game on their defense is I know they're going to be a pretty big problem, but we're just going to try to get around them. And, yeah, I mean, they're a pretty solid team. Uh, their defense is pretty solid. I think they're similar to some teams that we've played. Cool. Um, just a quick reminder that you're listening to the 704 High School Highlight Podcast, and we have a sponsor now, and it is the Downer Law Firm. We thank them for coming on board. They are Charlotte's hometown legal team. If you're ever injured, make sure you call the Downer Law Firm. So um, what is their record, by the way? I don't have it in front of me. What's their record? Who? Do you know, uh, what's Bears record? Okay. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, not up near the top. Yeah. Not, so not the um, top. let me ask you this, though. How do coaches, because I know I've coached and, you know, um, your dad's coach and stuff like that. In terms of how does he keep y'all, like, level-headed? I mean, we're talking with teenage boys, and yeah. you, you, you have the record you have and you're successful as you are right now. How does he keep you guys level-headed and not, you know, you, you say one game at a time. Yeah. Is that hard to do when you're, you know, you're playing a team like West Cabarrus and you know how good you are? Yeah, I mean, it's been similar like that. Like, when we played, like, uh, West Rowan and South Iredale, also not the, like, the highest-ranked teams in their division in, right. in, our, in our conference. So, like, we've had that kind of thing where you're maybe not as focused at practice, but, you know, coach recognizes that and he gets on top of us at practice. Like, he's like, so he doesn't want to, you know, be the mean guy at practice, but if that's what it takes to get everybody <laughs> to start hitting you, yeah. and focus, then, you know, he'll make, like, he can make practice, you know, really suck or, you know. <laughs> not fun. Yeah, he's not fun. <laughs> right. He can rope it in real quick. Yeah, but, you know, once he does that, everybody starts listening. But, yeah, on our weeks like, like this where, it's maybe not the biggest opponent in the state. We still treat it as, as it is. You've got to really go 1-0, have that mentality. Even though we're still a couple weeks away from the matchup against Lake Norman, is it hard not to think ahead? Uh, it definitely is. I definitely do think ahead a lot about that game. It's kind of like the highlight of the year, you know. What is it about that matchup? Uh, I don't know. It's just I feel like it's just like everybody, like I, I have a bunch of friends who go to Lake Norman. Right. Everybody kind of knows each other, and it's just like, Everybody wants kind of like to say the bragging rights. Yeah, bragging rights. You know, you get that for the whole year. Right. Cool. Um, so, have you had any um, looks from uh, the next level? Um, not so much for football, but I have gotten a letter for track and field from. Oh. They wanted to add me to their uh, their recruits list. So Got it. That's pretty cool. Cool. So, given the opportunity. You'd love to play at the next level? Uh, yes, sir. Is that your goal? Yes, sir. Cool. Um, let me ask you this. Um, I'm going to throw a couple questions at you in terms of um, um, you're a young man who junior, so you could go through the recruiting process. Um, what are your thoughts on the transfer portal? Because um, I know for me, like, and I'll ask you that question because I've asked a, a bunch of kids who've been on it and stuff. You know, for me, um, I, I get it to a point, but I don't like it because I feel like it takes away the opportunity of high school kids. What are your thoughts on it? Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, I don't know too much about it, but I definitely, yeah. So our coach, he, it's one of the, it's another thing because you're getting recruited, but there's also people in the transfer portal. It's another reason to you know do everything right, especially with grades and being recruitable. Right. So if you don't have like let's say above a 3.0, and then there's already somebody who's been through the whole college, they've right. already been through it. They right. already right. They, their grades are good then why would a college coach not take them and they would look to, to, for you who's right. just a high school student. Right. Cool. Um, so talk to me a little bit about your um, 
your day in terms of like obviously you've got to stay on top of your grades. Yeah. Um, you have practice, and you know we can thank football twenty four seven and stuff. Just walk me through a day. What's your day like? How do you kind of keep focused on football, but also keep focused on you know your grades? You know, being at home. How does that kind of all mesh together? Yeah. Um, so just wake up, eat, eat, eat a little bit, eat something for breakfast, go to go to school. My first class is uh, football weightlifting, so okay. get a little lift in for the day. Wake up, you know, it wakes you up. And I never really struggled with like keeping like staying on top of my grades. It's always been pretty easy for me. So I usually don't have like a lot of homework. So I just I finish all my classes and right after school go to football practice. You know, have a good time at football practice, get my, get my work done there, and then just go home, uh, maybe hang out with my friends after practice. We might go get, get something to eat or just go to somebody's house and hang out, and then just maybe play some video games and, and go to sleep. When we talk about weightlifting and stuff like that, and you say you, you lift some maybe in the mornings and stuff like that, um, just talk to people out there a little bit about that because in terms of, you know, we know when people, when they weightlift and stuff like that, people think it tears down the muscles and stuff like that. How do you weightlift and then still play football? How does that all mesh together? Does that make sense? Yeah, so we have we have first semester, second semester, and lifting looks different for both semesters because first it. semester we're in season, second semester is off season, off season training. So, I mean, yeah, so we, lifting during our like in season training, it's not as uh, intense as us, uh, off season, but yeah, we still just do like all the conventional bench, uh, squat, and clean. But we have just recently got like a tsunami bar. Okay. It's you know what that is? It's no, like, I do not. <laughs> it's like a 13 pound bar, but okay. it's like it bends. So oh wow! When you press it, it'll it'll bend. So you have to have a lot of like control and balance. But we've been using that a lot more for our in season training and just doing like explosive movements with that. Cool. In terms of, um, I'll ask you this too, last question, or almost next to last question. Um, when you talk about um, playing football and, and, and sports, people who don't play high school football maybe can't understand um, what makes it what it is, if that makes sense. To me, it is um, like the purest sport that's out there. And what I mean is there's just purity to it. It's just yeah. you go out and you play the game, and it's that. Um, Tell the, the people who are watching and listening, what is the atmosphere truly like on a Friday night? I mean, it's just, it's surreal. Like, I mean, you make this bond with all your friends and then you're really just playing for each other out there. And then you just, like, you trust your, your, your teammates. And yeah, you just, it's, it's really surreal. Like you get out there and time kind of just flies by. Right. Like you're in the first quarter, you know, things might be going slow and then you're talking to your coaches at the end of the game. You know, they're giving you, they're telling you how you did, and right. you're, they're giving you feedback, and then you're going on back to the locker room. Right. And for me, too, it's like, like people always ask me, like I officiated for uh, about 10 years, and people would go, you know, why do you do it? And I'm like, I, I can't tell you why. It's just something, and my dad did it for 56 years. He officiated for 56 years, and I always asked him, when's the time to stop yeah. officiating? And he says, when I walk out on the field on a Friday night and I don't get the feeling, I don't get the butterflies, I don't get. So no matter how many times you run through a banner or run onto the field, does it ever change? It, to me, it's like it's, 
it's always exciting. No, it's, I get it, the I get the same feeling every time. You know, getting out. Yeah, my stomach is. But it always, doesn't change. It doesn't yeah, take it doesn't away change. from it. Right. My stomach's always twisting and turning before the first play, and then once you get hit, you just you're good, and you're, and you're good to play. Everything goes away. You kind of you stop hearing everything around you. You're just focused in on what's happening during the game. Okay. Final question. Um, you have a great rest of the season over the next uh, you know two or three games. Get to the postseason. How good can this team be? in the postseason, because to me, watching you guys and watching the video I have and stuff like that, it seems like y'all are a team that is built for postseason. Yeah. In terms of the, the toughness, running the football, getting it done that way, it just seems like a team that's made to make a, a very big postseason run. Yeah, I think we all have big, big uh, expectations for this year, and everybody wants to, you know, go for the state title. I think we can get it done, it's just everybody has to stay focused. Right. And, you know, not slip up in class, you know, just everybody stay focused. When we're on practice field, just get your job done. Don't mess around. But, yeah, I think we're going to go pretty far. I think our team is really good this year. I think we're going to go pretty far in the playoffs. Cool. Eric Heal. Thank you. Thanks for your time, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Make sure you check him out on Friday nights. The man can run the football. I'm telling you that. I'm, I'm going to show that clip at least two or three times during this podcast because, to me, uh, it's still the best run of the year. Best of luck to you, man. Rest of this year, next year, and, and in the future, uh, I know uh, there are big things in store for you. So appreciate your time. Thank you. You got it. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the 704 High School Highlight Podcast. Once again, so uh, thankful for the Downer Law Firm coming on to be a sponsor here. They are Charlotte's hometown legal team. If you're ever injured, make sure you call the Downer Law Firm. Check them out. Um, and just thanks to them for back in high school sports and what we're trying to do here at Bayhackle Sports. Thank you for checking out the 704 High School Highlight Podcast. Make sure you uh, check us out wherever you listen uh, or watch uh, podcasts. Make sure you comment, like, uh, subscribe, whatever it is. Uh, we love the support. Send us some comments, send us some questions. And until next week, have a good week and enjoy high school football. Here at the Downer Law Firm, we have over 40 years of experience handling personal injury claims such as car accidents, truck accidents, workers' compensation, even wrongful death. So if you're injured, give us a call. We've got you covered. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.